This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Microsoft Surface. This is episode 41. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, branding communications strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. Are you struggling with cash flow in your business? Or perhaps you're not really sure about the health of your business when it comes to money and finances. Joining me on today's show is Marissa Punchen. And Marissa works with small businesses to help them fast track their success to transform their business so they can make more money. And she does this with her unique three-step program that creates a financial blueprint and allows you to implement tools and strategies to increase cash flow, profits, as well as free up your time to grow your business. And on today's show, Marissa is going to share why it's so important that you have a vision and a goal in your business so that you can reach your financial goals. She's also going to talk about how to use cloud technologies to help you set up these boundaries around how you do business, as well as how to increase cash flow in your business, which I know many, many business owners do struggle with their cash flow. So welcome to the show, Marissa. Hello, Anne-Marie. Thank you for having me. Look, it is my pleasure. Just a little background about you. You've got two Mm -hmm. gorgeous children, Connor, who is now 18, and Mia, who is 15. Yes, Fantastic. yes, good, yes. good. But you, you shouldn't say that because then it makes me seem really old. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. My children are a lot older than that. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, as part of your your life's journey, you lost your mum to cancer when you were eleven years old, and she was an entrepreneur, and she yes. had her own designer children's label. And you were completely lost when she, when she passed away and you quickly learned to support yourself and you created your own success and was really responsible for your own happiness. And so now you're driven to live life fully because hers was cut so short. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very true. And that, 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 that does drive me. Mm-hmm. I think that's been, um, you know, two very poignant moments in my life were, you know, first of all, when she did pass away and then when I hit the age that she was when she passed away and um, strangely enough quite a few things happened to me in my life at that point in time that weren't very positive mm-hmm. and I got quite sick and I had a few you know a really bad business deal so I went downhill very quickly and I realized that I uh, you know how, how much longer do we have left mm-hmm. I didn't know how much longer I had left so I made a decision there and then to make my business work for me to have goals life goals Mm -hmm. and to not have the mentality that you work and work and work and work and work and then you retire and then you live because I'd rather enjoy life 
and live a wonderful, fruitful life. And you know what? We don't. I could be working till I'm eighty if I love what I'm doing. Then you don't know. So you can't really segment your life into into those. It's 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 the whole thing. You know, it's we. We wake up every day, we live our lives, we do what we have to do each day as it comes. You can't predict what's going to happen in the future. So yeah. make the most of, you know, achieve your goals now. Absolutely. Don't wait. Don't Absolutely. wait. <laughs> and mm. I think one of those goals you might have had too was really setting your sights that you wanted to become known as the money expert. And, of course, as yes. I mentioned in the introduction, you are the money expert for Osmompreneur. And they're an organisation that's sponsored by St George Bank, Bank South Australia or SA and Bank of Melbourne, yes. which is really impressive. And they support, Osmompreneur supports women in business through mentoring, mm-hmm. through education and through networking, which are all things that you love, mentoring and education. And you're also yes. training to be a life coach through Life Mastery Institute in the US? Well, I've actually trained. I've You're done trained. that. I did that, there yes. You go. I, I did that a few years ago. So, um, yes. Fantastic. That's I done. think that's great because I think you love to be able to support your clients in mentoring and education. And mm. I think sometimes mm. being able to bring in the element of coaching uh, to support clients can really ensure that whatever results that they're getting can really be maximized. So, let's dive in and talk about. Uh, your specialty which of course Mm -hmm. is around money but you more importantly you wanted to talk about why a vision and having that goal is so important because it really does allow us to reach our financial goals so speak a little bit more about that okay it it is it's quite interesting because we what I find is when you when you really define like we all have in our mind that we want certain things in our lives but when you sit down and define that no this is what I want in my life and you 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 have it either in pictures in the form of a vision board or you have it written down or there's real clarity around it yeah. then when you you continue on through your journey you can have a look and analyze at all the shiny objects that come into your life like all the business the wonderful business opportunities that that might arise or other things and really analyze whether are they going to help you get closer towards your goal and your purpose mm-hmm. So by being aware about where you want to go, it helps you get there faster and not get distracted and zigzag and go around in circles. And that's what the problem a lot of people have Mm. is that. And it's also you're able to see the end, but then you can break it down Mm -hmm. so you can start the journey rather than saying this is what I'd like my business to do in the lifestyle I want my business to provide and it will happen over there and you've got to have this massive leap from where you are here to over there if you can break it down mm-hmm. into milestones and 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 with each milestone you've got your skill you need and it could be a technical skill a educational skill someone that you might need to hire to implement something into your business and on the other side you need the mindset to create the mindset that will enable you to execute that skill or, or whatever has to happen in your business so you can move up to the next level. next level. And that's why it's important to have the financial know-how but also be able to understand how people can set their goals and reach their goals mm. and put 
steps and action in place in order to get there. Yeah. One of the things I think that you mentioned, and I wanted to just touch on that, is around goal setting because I know for yes. some women, and men too, but but you know, obviously Women in Leadership is the show, for some women yes. when they're thinking about their goals and sometimes we talk about big goals, big, hairy, audacious goals, that kind of thing, because the goals can seem so big and such a stretch, we almost go into the, I don't know how to do that, and we can self-sabotage ourselves or maybe we've tried to set a big goal but we haven't quite achieved it so what I love the way that you've expressed set a goal but then also set milestones along the way so that it doesn't feel like an impossible stretch but rather you know what I need to take these steps to get me here and once I'm here it's a win hey success let's Mm -hmm. move on so I think Mm -hmm. that's really important what would you say to someone then that has been struggling with goals and maybe isn't is even at the point in her business where to set goals just seems so scary people have to be ready to make that that move Mm. so if it really is scary and maybe then it's not ready yeah in order to make any shift in your life, you have to be willing to, and this, I heard a very wise woman say this to me, you have to be willing to, to dip your toe into the, into the stream of um, discomfort, mm-hmm. which means that there's always going to be, with any sort of growth or change, there's going to be moving out of that comfort zone. Mm. Now, if you are prepared to move out of your comfort zone to move forward, then it's quite easy to sit down with someone and say, okay, well, what, you know, what do you want? What are your goals? And when I do, when I work with people, we spend quite a number of hours initially going through this, really delving down yeah. into what they want in, in all aspects of their lives, yes. how they want to feel, how they want to look, um, how much, you know, what kind of food they're buying, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, soak yourself into it. And and pe- when people are ready, it's it's good. But then if you're not ready, then you're not ready. Yeah. So maybe it's time to. And sometimes people have to get so uncomfortable in in the situation that they're in that moving out of that comfort zone and going into that other discomfort is less uncomfortable yes. than the discomfort they're in now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, There's a lot of yeah. – it's great to have a conversation around this because for everyone it's going to be different. It may be that the goal you're setting is actually not your goal but rather someone else's goal that they've put on 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 you kind of thing or mm-hmm. maybe you're thinking about it too big. Maybe the goal is just taking action steps, going to that net, networking event, just reaching out and speaking to one person or two people mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. know is going to help you get the resources or the knowledge or the support that you need to to take you to the next level so but I like that I mean yes it may be somewhat discomforting and maybe a little bit of fear around that but if you put that fear aside and thought you know what if that fear wasn't there or if I knew that by setting this goal I was setting myself up for success and nothing could stop me even the how, because we're not thinking about the how, we're thinking about the, the vision, the goal, yes, the yes, how yes. and all of that stuff, all of the steps, they will just come forward. Even it doesn't matter you need to do it yourself, of course, you can get people around you to support you. Thank you for that because, like you said, unless you've actually defined what it is and a goal for you is something that you are aiming towards, whether it be for the next mm, week, mm. for the next month, three months and so forth, that is going to keep you focused. And I know that I've been, you know, unfocused by certain things and and shiny objects and all that kind of stuff. But once you have that clear vision, that keeps you focused and on track, doesn't it? It does. And 
And interestingly, Anne-Marie, the reason why I chose to work uh, under Mary Morrissey, who, who I did my life coach training through, is because what she does is she was actually asked to be one of the people in The Secret so wow. she's quite, yeah, she's, she's very, very, um, she's quite up there in, in the States. She's, um, you know, sat on the UN, you know, with the United Nations. She's done some amazing stuff because she teaches that to, you, 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 what you create is through your mindset. Mm-hmm. So you can create success, you can create chaos, you can create whatever you want to create, but what you can't do is just sit there and say, right, yes, this is what I want in my life and it's going to happen because I'm going to think really hard about it, yeah. which is what The Secret kind of said, even yeah. though I do like The Wouldn't Secret. would that but... be great around rate loss? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. That would be great. Skinny, skinny, skinny. Um, no, don't want to be terribly skinny. It's nice. <laughs> curvy, curvy, curvy. <laughs> um, but she's, her whole analogy is that, you, you, okay, your mindset's important and what you think you do create but you've also got to take action. You do. You have to take action. So if you're in a business and you say my cash flow is really crap and, and you know, people don't pay me on time and I don't have any money and I've never paid myself, well, you can't just sit there and say, you know, you can try and manifest money, but you also have to do something yes. <laughs> like get paid a bit faster, <laughs> have a look at your accounts, maybe do a cash flow budget, and look at ways that you can increase your cash flow and make more money. So mm-hmm. it really is, it's, it's hand in hand. Yeah. But you need that mindset and that attitude of going, getting out of the victim and rather than being reactive to what happens in your life, to being proactive yeah. to what happens in your life Great and point. in your business because you are in control of your business. You, your business should be running how you want it to run, yeah. not not how your customers. You, you, you know, your custom, your, the, bank, the money should hit the bank account when you want it to hit the bank account, not when your customers decide it should hit mm-hmm. your bank account. That's so it's right. all about being having that proactive mindset but then putting things in place, skills and knowledge in place, Mm -hmm. so it works hand in hand. Yeah. And that segues beautifully into the next point where you say that using cloud technologies really helps to set up boundaries around Mm -hmm. how you do business. Now, cloud technologies, I know that that's a term that has, you know, been around for many years, (laughs) but for someone who's not quite clear on cloud technologies and what that looks like, let's spend a bit of time at what is it, just briefly define it, and then let's talk about some of the things that has worked really well for you and for your clients. Okay. Well, cloud technology is just, it's software that's in the cloud. So it's software that you access through the internet. Yes. So it's not on your hard drive, but it's actually... No, it's not on your hard drive. And the beauty of that is that you can access it from anywhere in the world as long as you've got the internet. Mm -hmm. So you can access it from your phone, from your your tablet, from your laptop, from anywhere. So it's it's in the cloud. Mm -hmm. It's in the cloud. Also, with a lot of cloud software, is you you lease it or you rent it for a, on a on a monthly basis, yes. rather than having to purchase it and install it. Mm-hmm. And one of the good things about that is that if you want it for X amount of time, mm-hmm. then you only have it for that amount of time. And if there are upgrades or if something goes wrong. If your computer crashes, whatever happens, it doesn't matter because they'll take care of the, all the upgrades will be taken care of yes. by the people that you buy you, you lease the software from. Mm-hmm. And if your computer crashes, well, then 
it doesn't matter because you can just go on something else and store. You, you don't you don't lose things. No, the data is not stored on your device, on your desktop, or if you've got no. a laptop, it's stored in the cloud. And mm-hmm. uh, therefore, and I think one of the things that people often can get concerned about is is my data going to be safe and I think with a lot of the service providers now there is a lot of safety measures put into place because otherwise a lot of these you know large software companies who do provide solutions in the cloud if there wasn't the secure measures there they just wouldn't survive would they so they wouldn't but there's always a level and this is how because technology is growing so quickly there's there's a level of risk in anything and you hear about big companies where their databases get hacked Mm. and their databases could be on a server yes it just you you, so there's still precautions that you need to take however yeah yeah preventing themselves from going oh because it's unsafe and all that kind of thing no 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 not at all you still have to have your same precautions which you would imagine that you would have around your it yes yes and if you bank if you've got internet banking then you know what's the difference it's still the same 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 yeah so talk about some of the cloud technology i know a lot of the software around financial management account yes. software yes. is in in the cloud so are, mm-hmm. are those kind of the technologies you're talking about are there other technologies as well that you think work really well yes uh well first of all i um zero i love zero <laughs> uh and i've been using zero i was one of the first uh companies in Australia to exclusively wow. use zero. So that has really revolutionised the way people do their finances now and that is in the cloud. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of – when I work with people, I will generally – if they most people have zero anyway. But if they don't, there are other things that you add on. You can kind of add it, build an ecosystem. So instead of having a software package where – it tries to do everything but not really well. Mm. The best thing to do is to build what you need and that's just what you can do with cloud software. So some of it is free always. Mm-hmm. Some of it you pay according to your subscription level. Yes. So you might need, okay, you need accounting software, so you might get zero, for example, and then you might need to, um, to you might sell things online. So you might want to have a shopping cart set up. So then you could look at maybe something like Vend that you can attach. Mm-hmm. And then you might want to, um, you might have inventory or you might have, um, you might want to put a time, staff, time sheets that you can plug in an app for that. You can plug in an app for your CRM, which is a customer relationship manager. Yes. You can plug in apps for more um, detailed reporting. There's, there's, Apps for everything now. It's mm. it's crazy. There, whatever you think about, there is an app for it that you can plug in. Yes. And and then sometimes you plug it into your 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 um website as well. So something happens in your website. Like if, uh, the classic would be say Mailchimp. Mm. If people, you might have an opt in on your website to download an ebook or to download a um a, a, a checklist. People put in your their name, their email address. Whoop! It goes straight through to Mailchimp, and then the information gets mailed out directly to them. So everything it just talks to each other, you, and and you can use cloud software to send quotes. I send my quotes using cloud software that people can sign. You. So which software is that? Someone I use. Quote, yeah, I use Quotient. 
quoting Quoting. an app. Yeah. Uh, There's software for um, booking appointments. Like when people book appointments with me, I will send them a link, which you have as well. Yes. Actually. Calendly. Do you use Calendly? Yes, yes, I use that. And so how easy is that? Is. You send them a link, they choose the times because you've already set down that, you know, the, these are the times I'm available. Mm-hmm. It's all just done yeah. so efficiently. Yeah. That and it's and quite often you don't have to pay for a, a lot of these things. A lot of them are free. And and someone told me about one yesterday that was like Calendly, but it, but it was free and it also had a CRM attached to it. So I can't remember now for the life of me. That's right. If you do remember I've, between I've, now. That, yeah, was, I've, I've put it on my phone. I can't find, can't yeah. find my phone. Let me know what uh, that is and what we'll do is yes. we'll put a link in the show notes to what that other okay. resource is. Just one of those things. You t- we're talking mm. about um, having some of these cloud technologies and there would be so many. And I guess what you really need to do is sit down, map out what support could I use in my business, what would be beneficial to me and what mm. solutions are out there. It's one of those things we don't know what we don't no, but that's where we need to go and ask and, and see what yes. is working. But we're talking about boundaries. Where do you see many businesses continuing to struggle? And it is a gap. And therefore, mm-hmm. when something's not working well, we're inefficient, which means that can impact our productivity, performance, profits, all those kind of things. So where do you see if someone implements this particular software, it's going to really help them get out of the clutter, get out of the, you know, overwhelm to be able to work far more effectively. Would you have a couple that you think would work really well for someone? Yeah. When it comes to collecting payments, then you need to have really, really firm boundaries and that's where technology can help. Mm-hmm. Whether you, if you have, um, for example, if you have a um, uh, a business where you've got reoccurring subscriptions. So I worked with a um, a personal training studio and they had re- reoccurring subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we set them up on a system, easy debit, so everyone when they joined the gym, they'd sign a form and then every week their their money would just come straight out of their bank account mm-hmm. and into the the businesses account so they didn't have to worry about chasing payments oh. people just paid I can that was imagine that effort. would have been a nightmare for them if they have to it, chase all of it, their customers every month it was it was an absolute nightmare they only accepted cash which was a real problem so another thing we did well and they had in the studio a whole lot of like supplements and powders and everything else and some of them were not cheap and people would not have, you know, 60 to $80 on them. So we set things up initially where they could accept credit card payments on their phone. And so people would go in and say, oh, okay, you know, I'll, I'll grab whatever. And it was easier. You just scan your card through. And yeah. that's what you can also do um, on your phone is accept the credit card payments. And that you're putting down the boundaries there as well because it's like people say, oh, you know, I can't, I can't put money in your bank account and they don't do it. You can ring them up and say, okay, well, I accept credit card payments now and you can take credit card payments over the phone. Yeah. Do you know a really good resource that I was put onto? Uh, Square. Yeah, Square's amazing. Even the fee... Because some 1.9%. credit, I know. So we'll put a mm-hmm. link to that as well, and you get a little. Yep, yep. It's a tiny little square thing which plugs into your phone. Yep. And it's easy to set up. Yeah. And there you go. So you don't really. <laughs> I don't even think you need to get a merchant facility and go through all of that. It's all done on their back end, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. it's amazing what you can do. Yeah. It is amazing. 
And But also with putting down boundaries, if you do project work for people, mm-hmm. having a quote that people accept and saying in that quote, before we commence, we need X amount upfront paid. And then when we hit milestone one, we need X amount ups paid. So you could implement quite a few apps with that. The first app could be you, you, you quote software, quoting mm-hmm. software that when people accept it, it's quick and easy. It's like it comes onto their emails through to them. They read it, yep, accept it, bang. They've already accepted the terms and conditions. You can use something like Zero, where you send an, an invoice off with a link and they can click on the link and then pay straight away from the invoice mm-hmm. by their credit card or PayPal. And you can use project management software. So then when you've got lots of different people using uh, do, working on a project, mm-hmm. then you can monitor the milestones and then you know, bang, okay, we've hit the we've hit milestone two, let's send off an invoice for milestone two. So that that's a really good example of using software in order to get things running smoothly. And the amount of time that's saved is incredible. Yeah. So when as you were talking, one of the things that I like to do is to to kind of see how this could be positioned or identified in a company or in a business to mm-hmm. see, all right, that is where we can really get support by having an app, is to look at where are you now struggling? Where's bottlenecks in your systems, in your processes at the moment? If you were to find an app or on you know cloud solution to support you that may just be how you streamline that so it doesn't become a bottleneck so in other words what you were saying about timing milestones invoicing contracts those kind of things when you have them all set up it's so streamlined it doesn't get stuck Mm. with um, someone that might have to do all that chasing and the preparation and so forth Exactly. So as a business owner, you can go away on holidays or you can have time off knowing that everything, you're not the cog in the wheel. Mm. You don't have to be there in order for everything to run properly. And your business is worth nothing if it means that it cannot work without you in it. That's right. So by having all these systems in place, and um, and I know I always say this, running it like a McDonald's where a 16-year-old can run it and, and mm-hmm. you know make so much money, because they have they have the way they have ways of doing things, yeah. And that's uh, you know so as a business owner, the the more efficient your business is, the more profitable it is. Mm. Means that you can go away, you can have time out. Eventually, you can sell it because anyone can step in. Mm-hmm. And also, if you lose employees as well, yes, you know if you've got procedures and things are done a certain way, then another new employee can step in and take over. Mm. And I think to, to start to start the system process and to start looking at this now, people often think, well, I'll do it when I'm a little bit bigger, when I've grown a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good time to start right now because when mm-hmm. you have these systems in place and they're flowing smoothly, you can then scale your business, can't you? Because if you suddenly get too busy, then mm-hmm. often that's when the cracks start to appear and you really could lose money. You could make yes. customers disgruntled who don't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so now is a really good time um, to start that. And, of course, we'll share with everyone how they can get in contact with you because I know that this is an area mm. that you can help businesses with. Yeah, definitely. So mm. let's talk about cash flow. What would you say mm-hmm. would be a couple of really good tips that people could take away today that would enable them to start to increase the cash flow in their business? It will collect your payments yes. efficiently. That's a good that's- one. That's a, that's the biggest and the best that one. Mm. Um, yeah, make sure you get paid. Make sure you get paid. Uh, also have um, 
when you're when you're if you're working on a project base, mm-hmm. and this is, and I don't want to segue off into anything, but very very briefly, yes. things are changing. I know in many areas, especially in accounting, where people are now not paying people per hour for work; they're paying for an actual outcome. So it's like a value based outcome. Mm. So if you're quoting a job or working on something and you're quoting x amount of money it's very very you you have to be very careful about making sure that you put all your costings in place and you're managing the project properly so you don't blow out and then end up losing money Mm -hmm. from it so that's and that can be a biggie with a lot of business owners that they have all these projects and they make massive losses Mm. and that's completely detrimental to their their workflow, their um, cash flow. Yeah. Keeping keeping your accounts up to date is a biggie. Mm-hmm. And also setting or having a cash flow budget, like doing your budgeting and your forecasting, reviewing your financials. Mm-hmm. I, I spent quite a bit of time teaching business owners how to how to read their financials mm-hmm. and understand because people people think, oh, well, you know, I, I turned over $2 million last year, but how come I've got no money in the bank? They don't get that, okay, you know, you might have turned over $2 million, yet how much did it cost you to make that True. $2 million? Yeah. And, you know, are you are you paying too much money to make money? Yeah, and that's where you be- said well, you've got to backtrack and really understand if you're charging project by project, have you allowed enough? And I know that often we oh, it only takes 10 minutes or whatever. But if we were actually to sit down and time it, the amount of time is actually a lot more than what we had initially assumed. And and that's where I think it's really important to be very mindful about what the project is and have these systems Mm. in place so that you know when you're quoting for a role or for a job, a project, Mm. that everything that you should be allowing for within that quote even more so than just your time, and there's other factors as as well, isn't there? Um, and something just on that for everybody, and this is this is a, a tip, and then we'll we'll share one last tip from you and how people can mm-hmm. get in contact with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that sure. we do not get paid by the hour or for the hour. We get you know we get remunerated for the expertise, the time you save, and all of the wisdom and all mm. of that that you bring to the table, and we need to allow for that, don't we? In our costings, it's an investment on the behalf of our client. Yeah. Exactly. And quite often clients don't care how long it takes. They just want a result. Mm. So if you can solve a problem Mm -hmm. and you say, well, this is the outcome, they don't care that it's going to take you four hours or five hours or one hour. They just want to know that this is a problem, you can solve it, and this is how much it's going to cost them. Yeah. Yes. But look at what the benefit that they're getting and mm. what is it going to cost them if they don't get it fixed is often yes. a lot more than what they're investing because it's a long term, isn't it? You're allowing yep. them to fix a problem that enables them to achieve uh, their goals as, as well. So yeah. what would be one last tip that you'd like to leave with everyone today? One last tip. One, one last tip would be to to to. You know, and I say this all the time. I'm trying to think of a different one, but I really like this of course, one. Because it's probably important. Yeah, it is important, <laughs> so maybe I should tell you. It's to, to stick to do stick at doing what you do well. Mm. So you've started up your business because you you're good at what you do and you love doing it. Well, then don't try and be everything. Like when you initially start a business, of course you're not going to have major. 
cash flow in order to purchase, you know, buy lots of different things and and have lots of different employees or people doing things. You have to do a bit yourself. Mm. But really look at how much you're worth. So, for example, if you're charging yourself out at $250 an hour, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be doing your own books. Or your own admin. Or your own admin. It doesn't make sense. Updating your own website. Exactly. So surround yourself with people that are good at what they do Mm. and you do what you're good at doing and that's the best thing you can do rather than trying to do everything because you're not cost-cutting. You're you're just not doing it. No. What you've just said I think is one of the biggest ahas many business owners can have because by them continuing to do a lot of those functions, which are important, but guess what? Mm -hmm. That's someone Mm -hmm. else's strength, so it's going to take them far less time but when you're not focusing on the core areas where you really bring your expertise, which often is where you bring in the money or more mm. income and clients and opportunities, mm-hmm. we're then stretched way too thin and the business can't grow. And I had an exact conversation that we're having today with a colleague of mine and she said, you know, I realised as I was sitting in front of my computer swearing at it and bashing mm. the keyboard because it's just not her area of expertise, I really need to get an admin person to help me. Yeah. I said, yeah. Yeah, because she's got this great business plan, which is a million-dollar plan. And I said, if you sit there trying to figure out, you know, how this works and the back end of your your website and all that works and the admin, Mm -hmm. guess what? You're not going out having conversations with people who are reaching out to you to say, look, we want you to develop this. You're not having conversations with prospective clients. So it's a huge lesson for us, you know, to step away. What do we focus on that's going to generate the best return for our business? So love, love, love that tip. Yes. Yeah. Did you want to say Especially something else as a, on that? as a woman too, because as women we multi-skill. Yes. And as mothers we multi-skill. Yes. So as we tend to then do that as business people. Yeah. Just because work. we can do something, because sometimes, and this is for me too, sometimes I can do something and I don't mind doing it, but again that's that question, is this really the best value of my time? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and Often when I ask myself that question, um, then I'll say, well, not really. I'm better served to do something else. So Mm, yeah, how can people get in contact with you? Okay, they can contact me at my on my website, which is um, www.missmoneypennypresents.com. There's no .au. Or they can email me at marissa, M-A-R-I-S-A, at missmoneypennypresents.com. Fantastic. And we'll put all of these details as well as the resources uh, of the technologies and Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. the cloud technologies. We'll put that on the show notes as well for everyone to check out. And that show note link is annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 41 because this is episode 41 thanks so much marissa it really has been a pleasure um you i know that you really can support people in an area that many many businesses continue to struggle with but boy i guess when you start working with clients and they understand their figures they can make make much better decisions in their business Mm -hmm. and when the cash flow is starting to flow in because they've got all of the boundaries in place and all of those um, apps supporting them I guess it's, it feels a lot more freedom to, of choice yes. and freedom in their business too. So if yes. this is something you're struggling with, 
Mm. The choice you need to make today is to give Marissa a call because I'm sure um, you'll be able to support them and uh, customise something too that helps them get their business back on track. Sure can. Okay, thanks. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks very much. We'll see you later, Marissa. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Bye. So are you struggling to generate leads and inquiries you'd like despite all of your hard work? Maybe you're just unclear on your message so when you introduce yourself you're just not attracting your ideal client who pays you what you are worth. Now imagine if you could create a compelling message and introduction that blends your differentiation, your uniqueness, your value and it communicates it in a way that speaks directly to the heart of your customer. Now if you have answered yes to all of those questions then I want to show you in how to do this in my upcoming breakthrough roundtable. The topic is your compelling message, how to create influence instantly in a noisy marketplace so you get noticed, hired and paid what you're worth by your ideal client. How to find out more and how to book your seat go to annemariecross.com forward slash breakthrough roundtable. annemariecross.com forward slash breakthrough roundtable and be quick because it's limited to six seats only so hope to see you there well that brings us to the end of another show i do hope that you will join me again next week remember if you haven't already subscribed to our itunes channel go ahead and do that the link is annemariecross.com forward slash podcast itunes annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. You want to do this because every week, each time we release another show, that means you will be the first person to know and you'll be able to hear all of the inspiring and empowering information our guests are sharing. That link again, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. While you're over there, you may like to also rate and comment on the show. That's always very much appreciated as well. So have a fantastic week. Make it a great one. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Bye for now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.